Welcome parents and guardians to another exciting episode of the NCSS Parent Connect podcast. I'm your host, Shabri Jones, and today we have a very special guest with us. We're delving into an important topic that affects not only your child's education, but also their future career prospects. Joining us today is an exceptional educator and leader, Dr. Tim Schmidt, the Director of Career, Technical, and Agricultural Education, or you may know it as CTAE. He is dedicated to ensuring that our students are well-prepared for a wide range of career paths, and we're here to learn more about the fantastic program he oversees. Welcome, Dr. Schmidt. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, so let's just get right into it and let's start with the basics. Tell us about your role and your background in CTAE. Absolutely. So my background, um, I'm a product of CTAE. I, I, I took some engineering and some computer classes when I was in high school, what seems like forever ago. Uh, went off to to college and discovered that there was a teaching profession that that taught engineering and technology education, and I really enjoyed that class and thought it was a lot of fun. And I couldn't think of a more fun thing than than to teach kids to do that. So I was an engineering teacher um, for for a while. I've also taught video production. I was a work based learning coordinator at, at in a couple different schools, and then I transitioned to district leadership. Um, in Clayton County as a, as a district support specialist for CTAE. And then I was a coordinator in DeKalb, but I've been in Newton as the CTA director for nine years now, just over nine years. And, and this is by far the, the best place to do this job. I think our industry and community support of career and technical education programs. And, and all we try to do is, is really unmatched across the district. So that's a little bit about me. I, I, um, I've spent my whole career thinking and, and, and participating with CTAE and, and workforce education. And so I'm excited for that. My current role is really just to support all of those efforts across Newton County. And so specifically CTAE programs are, are in our middle schools and high schools. So I, I spend a lot of time supporting our CTAE teachers and CTA programs across those um, grade bands. But I also work uh, with the elementary schools a little and, and just making sure people understand what opportunities are available in the in the idea of their future careers. STEM is such a big deal across um, all parts of the country and especially in our area. So I dabble in STEM and robotics initiatives across all the gray bands K through 12 um, and generally just work to try to get the idea of how do you set yourself up and be prepared for the future, because whether you're going to go to Harvard or you're going to go straight to work, you know, everybody is going to have a career. And so we, we like to say that, you know, all education is career education. And uh, I support those efforts as best I can for as many people who, who need me to do so. Well, that is absolutely awesome. So when it comes to CTAE in the Newton County School System, what is the mission and vision for your program and its educational goals? Sure. Well, our, our mission and vision is no different from the school systems, right? So we provide educational excellence for all students and ensure all students are well-rounded and prepared for the future. And something I like, you know, with Newton County is when you talk about a well-rounded student, you're not just thinking about students who take all AP classes and go to Yale, right? If you're well-rounded, you, 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 you might be an athlete, you might be in the arts, you might be 
participating in uh, a career tech student organization like like FBLA or FFA or TSA. We'll talk more about that later, I think. But um, to be well-rounded, you've got to experience a lot of different things. And CTAE is a, is a good avenue for those things. So, so we support the district mission and vision um, as it sits. But, but as we dig a little deeper into our focus as a CTA department, before we really get into our goal areas, we, we talk about our why, right? Why do we exist? Why are we here? And um, we spend a lot of time building that, uh, that idea. And so, so the, in Newton County, we see the, the why of CTAE as to foster passion, create opportunity, and drive success in students. And we have t-shirts made with those things on it. When, when you talk about helping to, to build passion, opportunity, and success in students, no one should, should not connect with that idea. And so we focus on that a lot. Um, but then as we get down into what we do day to day in our classrooms, we've got some goal areas that help support that district mission and vision. And so we um, we rally around three things. The first one is uh, to provide high quality project based instruction in our classrooms. The second one is to provide leadership and employability skills for our students. And the third one is to increase the awareness of CTAE and career opportunities amongst all of our stakeholders, all of our parents, all of our students, anyone that'll listen to get that word out. And so those are the three areas we really uh, focus on as we you know, drive that passion, opportunity, success to make sure all of our students are well-rounded and prepared for the future. I like that. Now I need to get one of those shirts, Dr. Schmidt. I, <laughs> I really like that slogan. I really, really need one. <laughs> Um, yes. So now you mentioned FBLA. So let's kind of jump into some of the programs and pathways that are available to our students here in Newton County. Tell us about those. Sure. So uh, we offer CTA programs, like I said, in all of our middle school and high schools. Um, and so there's a ton, there's a ton of stuff. And so I'll, I'll try to hit the high points in our middle schools in our traditional middle schools, um, the, the STEAM Academy is a, is, is a, I would call it one of our non-traditional middle schools. So in our five traditional middle schools, we have uh, three core CTA programs. We have business and computer science, we have engineering, and we have family consumer science. And so you can get that at any one of those, those schools. Also, Indian Creek has a middle school agriculture program. Um, and then our Newton County STEAM Academy only has engineering at the middle school level. And then we also have an elementary ag program at, at the STEAM Academy. Now that they've moved into the, their new space, we were able to add those two CTA programs. So we're excited about what those things are going to bring. At the high school level, we offer 30 different career pathways. Um, again, we've got sort of a, a core group at our base schools. And then we've got some specialty programs at the Career Academy. And I've got a list I can maybe kind of kind of run through. At our base schools, uh, that, that core group we offer across all of our base schools, we have agriculture, specifically plant and landscape and floral design focus. So if, if agriculture students are interested in plants and flowers, the base school ag programs are the place to be. Um, we have engineering, we have business and web design, family consumer science, and marketing at all of our base schools. And then Newton High, because it's bigger and just has a, a larger student population, has some extra programs. Uh, teaching as a profession is offered there. So those are our students who want to become sort of four-year degree teachers. 
We offer a criminal investigations pathway at Newton High. And then also we have a, a Marine Junior ROTC program at, at Newton High that is, that is offered there. And then finally, we have our Newton College and Career Academy, which a lot of people are, are familiar with, but maybe don't know exactly what goes on behind the doors. And so we offer CTA programs at all the schools, but there's some specialty programs at the Career Academy that maybe um, are, are more niche in nature. And so the Career Academy offers things like healthcare, biotechnology, sports medicine is a more is a specialized healthcare career fields. They offer construction. Um, and then in the ag world, things like veterinary science, ag mechanics, and forestry. So while we have agriculture in both places, there's a little bit different focus at the Career Academy. There's also programs at the Career Academy in culinary arts. Uh, we have a specialized marketing and communication uh, promotions pathway at the Career Academy. Early childhood ed is offered at NCCA, and that one is for people who want to work with younger preschool age type students. Uh, we actually have an on-site lottery funded pre-k at the career academy and our, our early childhood ed students get to assist their classrooms are side by side so the pre-kers and the high schoolers are back there working together on that uh, a big one for us in, in newton county because of our industry base is our advanced manufacturing and automation program so that's offered at the career academy as well as engineering drafting and then um Video production, animation, digital media, and computer science is here. So those are sort of the creatives, the creative type folks have opportunities there. And then we also have dual enrollment programs at Georgia Piedmont Technical College that are housed at the Career Academy. And those are taught by technical college instructors, but they're housed inside of our Career Academy. And those programs are automotive, cosmetology, uh, criminal justice, and we have a certified nursing assistant program also at the Career Academy. So, you know, there's there's a wide variety across all, all, all the schools. And in conjunction with those, we segued into this question with, with that comment about FBLA. Every one of our CTA programs has an associated um, co-curricular organization. And we call those Career Technical Student Organizations or CTSOs. And so um, those, if, if I run down the list, engineering is connected to TSA, the Technology Student Association. Business is connected to FBLA. Uh, marketing is, con is connected to DECA. Agriculture is connected to FFA. Uh, family Consumer Science is connected to FCCLA. Uh, what about Skills healthcare science? Yeah, healthcare science, thank you, is HOSA. Okay. Uh, Skills USA is another one, and that's connected to um some of those trade and industry. So, so our video production kids participate in skills and also our construction students. And then I think the only one maybe I missed is CTI. And so CTI is a specialty um, student organization geared towards our special needs students who are in CTA classes. Um, and so, so the, the, the big takeaway there is those students compete in competitions offsite. Uh, they, they gain leadership skills, they participate in leadership conferences. And so that's a really good opportunity for people to plug in beyond the regular day-to-day -day classroom activities and take their interest in those areas a step further. And, and we've been lucky to have some really great um, students in those groups. We've had region, state, and national officers. Uh, it just in, even in recent years, we currently have uh, four region officers. We have uh, two state officers, 
currently this this year for those organizations. And that's a big deal because you're talking about organizations that have um, tens of thousands of students. And these officers were elected by the membership to serve this school year. And so in some cases, there's six or seven state officers and and one of them is ours that were voted on. And so it's it's a big deal to have those students. So that just says that not only are we participating, but we're participating in a big way and people are taking notice. And that's amazing. And and that speaks to the staff at the schools and their, how they're developing our students here in Newton County. Um, you mentioned um, so many different pathways. <laughs> I mean, it's so many to choose from. How can parents help their children explore and choose the right CTAE pathway? I, I think the, the, the real way to do that is is to just talk about talk to kids about what interests them and what they're passionate about. Um, if you can get to to sort of the idea of what excites your student or what um, what they're curious about or what they want to learn more about or, or or just what they find interesting, we probably have a pathway for them. And so you know the idea from from maybe when I was in in school 25, 30 years ago of CTAE being, you know, for the for the non-college bound kids or the vocational kids isn't the case anymore. We certainly have non-college bound students. Um, but like I said earlier, all education is career education, even Harvard Law. They're eventually going to become lawyers. And so my my opinion is if if, if your student has an interest and a passion, why not get them connected to the specific areas in that. So if they want to be an accountant, we have business classes. If they want to be a computer programmer, we have computer science classes. If, if they like working with their hands, we have ag mechanics or engineering. Um, if, if, if just about anything. I mean, if, if they want to be a lawyer, uh, we, we could connect them in, in several different, different ways. But um, there's also a lot of really great job opportunities here in Newton County, specifically in the areas of manufacturing, uh, maintenance and, and, and technician work. And, and even in the manufacturing world, there are HR reps and there are uh, safe and, you know, so some some manufacturing plants have healthcare people on staff. Um, there's quality control people. There's lab lab assistants who are more of the like biosciences type of people. So, you know, there's a lot of great opportunity that require a lot of different variations. And so really talking to your kids about how to connect and which CTA pathways might they take, it's what are your interests? And the good news is they can find out if they really like it or if they don't like it, it's a good way to find that out early instead of, you know, going off to some training or uh, a college and, and two years in finding out that, oh, I don't like to stick people with needles maybe I ought not be a nurse. Um, we have students that learn that in high school. And so it, it doesn't waste a bunch of time and effort and money to make sure that they know what that field really is. And, and so that's what I would say, find what they're interested in, find their passion, and then and then talk to us and we can connect you with something that, that links to that. Now, I also um, heard you mention when you were discussing, I believe you said CTI, how do you ensure that all students are included or they have accessibility to the CTA programs, uh, regardless of their background or their needs? Well, we're we're proud that we have a very diverse 
student population that are in our CTA program. So regardless of where you're from, what you look like, whether you have a, a special need, we have those students already in our classes. And so we support we support that through a few different things. But, you know, our, our, our teaching staff is diverse. They certainly have a diverse background. They have diverse interests. And so I think it's a good way for students to connect with somebody who's like them. Um, we also are interesting because we have our programs, usually the teachers teach the students for multiple years. Um, so if, if you take ag at Eastside High School, you're going to have one of two teachers and they're going to know you very well over the course of your pathway there. And so they also, our teachers build stronger relationships usually just because we get to teach them longer. And so those students, as they have needs or, or um, unique things about them, our teachers get to know the kid a little bit better because again, we're, we're not just teaching them for one year. We, we often teach them for three years. So that I think inherently works. And then for students in our special ed programs, we do offer uh, CTI coordinators in all of our schools. And so they're specifically connected to students whose IEP has support services as CTI outlined. And so again, those, those students get to go off and compete and participate with other students like them from across the state and get some experiences to really grow. And so, you know, when you talk about a special needs student who's interested in, in a career related future, um, I, I think connecting them with the CTI and, and as you're going through the IEP process, asking questions about CTI would be really helpful. Now, with connecting them, how can parents reach out to counselors for guidance and information to help them with courses um, or registering for these CTA courses? How can parents do that? Well, I think at the high school level, you know, the registration process happens um, kind of middle of the year, December, January, February, and that's the time to do it. And and really, though, having those conversations beforehand about why are you signing up for the things you're signing up for, right? We're an elective class. And so the the wrong reason to sign up for things is because your friends are in it or because you heard that they get to eat, you know, some of our, some, some of our classes, they cook food. And so it's fun to eat. But if, if, if you're not interested in cooking, the eating part is just a little bit of the time that, that <laughs> class, the cooking and the preparation and all the work that goes into creating healthy meals or, or, or taking your culinary level up to a next level is really the heart of it. And so you want to make sure that your students are choosing classes when, when it's time for registration that they want to be in and that are interesting to them. Um, and so really that happens almost, you know, once you know what you want, you pick your top few choices and, and that happens. Um, but you certainly can schedule time with counselors to talk a little bit more about that or if they're not quite sure which pathway connects to their interest, I think, you know, scheduling time to meet with them. And we also have college and career specialists um, that work out of my office across the district for some more specialized conversations. The counselor workload is pretty hefty. And so if, if they want some extra support when it comes to college and career questions, um, they certainly can reach out to those, to those team of people. So we have Stephen Woodall, is is one of them uh, kayla walker is the second one and then jordan troutman Ms. troutman is our third college and career specialist and so they also provide some some support so you can you can find them um 
through your schools also to help provide some additional conversations? And, and they do much more than just have conversations about which classes to take. They talk about how do you how do you get from your interest to that thing in the future, whether that's through a two year college, a four year college, some technical training. Uh, they really help you sort of set up the next steps. OK, now when we talk about careers. Um, of course, there are different opportunities available through CTAE. Um, how does CTAE align with the local job market and how does it provide students with practical skills for their future careers? So we do a lot of, 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 of meeting with the business and industry. We do a lot of forecasting with our um, Industrial Development Authority Economic Development Office to make sure that our programs are aligning to the needs in our region. And, and we're lucky that we live in a, in a part of the state of Georgia that has um, opportunity abound. I mean, there's, there's more jobs available right now in Newton County than we have people to fill them. And so the, the, the real question is, do you know what those are? Um, and, and, and are you taking advantage of our course offerings? And so I think we certainly do align our offerings with business and industry needs. We also work with our technical college to make sure that um, that those things are, are connected. We also work um, in some circumstances with our University System of Georgia connections. We have um, an, an engineering diversity connection at, at the University of Georgia. We have partnerships with Oxford Emory um, and other schools to where, you know, we're still linking those students to what they're doing in in elementary, middle, and high school to sort of where they want to go in the future. And so all of that comes down to alignment, making sure we're offering things that have um, high wage, high demand, high skill futures, and, and we work real hard for that. And we also try to stay on top of current trends. And so our teachers are always pushing the envelope about, you know, the, the world of manufacturing has changed. And so our engineering students and our manufacturing students aren't just learning how to push a button a hundred times in a row. It's, it's very high tech. It's very automated. It's, it's very much computerized nowadays. And, and, and you, you, you see the same trend in automotive and some of those things, you know, it's no longer a, a toolbox full of wrenches and screwdrivers in automotive. You, your first tool is a computer. You plug the computer in and, and you diagnose, um, the cars that way. And a lot of times they need a software update instead of an oil change. Um, and, and so it's an interesting shift that has happened recently and it will continue to happen even faster um, as we move forward. So, so keeping us aligned to, to industry also includes that staying on top of trends and, and we do a good job, I believe, making sure we're on top of that. Now, there are some resources out there for students, but how can parents um, help their students utilize the resources that are offered in Newton County? Because I know formerly there was a website called Virtual Job Shadow, but it has changed. It's now called Pathful Explore. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So our CTA teachers at the high school level use Pathful Explore as a career exploration tool. There's really great videos on there. Um, so there's there's a little little bit of a uh, inventory on you know what kinds of things you like to do, and it might suggest some types of jobs that would be good with that. But but then there's really great up to date 
current videos with with people who do that job or that career. So if you want to know what a industrial engineer does, there's likely some video content and some resources that talks about average salary, what kinds of colleges they they go to, what kind of degrees are required. Or, you know, if you want to be a drone pilot, there, there might be some conversations in, in Path will Explore. And so that tool, um, again, is, is available for any high school student. And so they can click on it and it should single sign on automatically put them in the program. But our, our schools use it and that filters out, I think, to students. But whether your student is in CTA or not, if they're a high school student, they have access to that system. So you just have to log in and, and take a look. And I would encourage them to do that. And I would couple that. You didn't ask about it, but I would couple that with U-Science. So U-Science is a tool that a lot of times eighth graders access as part of the counseling program. And also, I believe our 10th graders do it again. And so U-Science goes a little bit beyond just an, an interest inventory. You know, what kinds of things do you like to do? What kinds of jobs might you like to have? But it also links an aptitude assessment with it. The two things I'd point out there is number one, when your students are doing, when they're taking the U-Science assessment, make sure that you support and, and reinforce the fact that they need to do that to the best of their ability and not just hurry through it because the results of that really provide some great information about what kinds of careers they would be good at and what kinds of careers they'd be interested in. And it even does something called a best fit match where it takes things that they're interested in and overlaps it with things that they have an aptitude for. And so um, that's a really good tool. It spits out a, a nice report for what kinds of, of, of conversations you might have. There's a parent guide that comes with that too. So I'd say to tap into to U-Science and then use Pathful Explore to, to do some deeper digging research on the things that U-Science says might be an option. And I think that's that's another critical component is if you don't know that career exists as a parent or as a community member or as a student, you don't even know to look at it or think about it. And so while we've talked a lot about middle school and high school, I think even at the elementary level, our teachers and our administrators and our parents and everybody who can, talking to, to younger students about as wide of a variety of, of future careers as possible is super important because we, you know, we talk about community helpers. Uh, we talk about, um, we, we know as people, like what, what people in our family do or what our neighbor does for a living. But, you know, we've got 26 major manufacturing facilities in Newton County. And so every Bridgestone golf ball in the world is made here. Well, you may drive by Bridgestone golf every day and not know what happens in that building. Um, General Mills cereal. A lot of people know it because if you walk outside and the wind's blowing right, you can smell the Cheerios. But exactly what happens when you when you make Cheerios um, or Cinnamon Toast Crunch or some of the other things they make is a whole nother ballgame. So really talking to kids about, you know, careers that are outside the typical day to day interactions, people that we don't see every day is super important. Because if 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 a second or third grader doesn't know about engineers or computer scientists or data scientists or whatever it is as they're thinking about what they want to do in their future they automatically narrow their scope and so the wider of a scope they have at an early age the better off they'll they'll start to get into what they're interested in and so i would say that those tools can all help those conversations but but don't 
don't neglect to expose your students to lots of different things. I, I did it with my kids with sports. You know, they when they were little, they did a lot of different sports because they just didn't know what they would like and what they'd be good at. And as they developed, um, they did it. And I also did it with with CTAE type things. They did robotics, they did programming, they did all kinds of things until they found their niche. And so I, I think everyone would be be benefited if 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 we do that. Now I've heard you say that students compete in the various programs that are offered. Parents, how can we help them balance their academic studies and also their CTAE studies? I think it, you know, it, it goes down with anything else, right? Teaching students how to prioritize, how to how to manage their time, how to uh, use time wisely and put emphasis where it is, is, is something that we even as adults struggle with. And so finding that work-life balance or for the kids that, you know, passion project versus academic balance is important. Luckily, our CTA students, we teach that as part of our curriculum, right? So we're teaching not only the technical skills, but we're also teaching the soft skills like time management, teamwork, collaboration. So we're helping, we're helping students with that too. But, um, you know, I think parents who are trying to help with that, it's not something that naturally comes to people. And so you've really got to figure out what what works for your student. And every student is different. Some people are, are list people. Some people have to make lists. Some people um, are more visual and maybe they, you know, kind of draw sketches and thoughts and doodles about what their day is going to look like. But I, I think when a kid is interested and passionate about something, you don't squash it. Right. You help them find time to explore that thing. And so it's it might be easy to say, oh, well, TSA is going to they meet twice a week after school. And, and if you want to be on the robotics team, that's another, um, you know, day after school. I don't think you should do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what to do. Don't do that, though. Uh, you know, really, really kind of work with them and say, OK, well, let's let's look at this Tuesdays and Thursdays. We need to we need to make sure clear. So maybe we do our homework earlier in the week if we can. And and I think the other benefit is all of these things we talk about incorporate academic content to those competitions or those extra activities. Working with one of these student organizations and, and one of these competitions is helping students provide a real world opportunity to apply those math, science, English, social studies skills. Um, and so it, it really is is a, is a tool to make them a better academic student also. And sometimes it's also just building those connections. So a kid might be working on a construction project and, and you know, right triangles and, and, and um, the Pythagorean theorem is important in construction. People maybe don't know it, but um, as you're talking to your kids about those things, you might also say, well, how does this apply in the real world? Oh, in your CTA class or in your competition, we learned about that. And so making those connections also might help. Awesome. Now, do you have any success stories that have positively impacted students here in Newton County? I've got a few. So let, okay. me, okay. let me hit those. So, and again, we talked about success of students across a wide variety. So we've got kids that have come straight out of high school into really good careers. We've got kids that went off to a four-year university who who went in really good careers. And so I tried to pick some that that spoke to everybody, whether it was a two-year technical school, four-year college, or straight to work. And so 
one of our students from the Career Academy Ag program several years ago, he went to UGA to study agri-science. He was a national FFA president, which is a big, big deal. He got a degree from University of Georgia. He's now the director of sustainability at Rose Acre Farms, and that's the country's second largest egg producer. Um, and so, again, he's one of our students, right? But he was involved with FFA. He was involved in agriculture. He went to school for that, and now he he's working as, a, as an industry leader there. Another example... Um, we had a youth apprenticeship student who started working with fiber vision while he was in high school, one of our local manufacturing facilities. He graduated high school with, with dual degree credits from, from Georgia Piedmont Technical College in um, industrial maintenance. He moved into a full-time role at fiber visions and is now, you know, making good money, doing, doing some great things at that company. We've got a lot of ag students uh, from our ag mechanics program that participate in the uh, MTI Local 72 Union to become pipe fitters and welders. And I think every day I should have been a welder when I grew up because those folks are uh, making great money, um, doing some really cool stuff. We had a student that just graduated last year who was part of an engineering program and also on a robotics team. SRG Global is a local company that, that mentored that robotics team. So they developed a relationship with her. She actually did a summer internship there after she graduated high school. They offered her a full-time position as an industrial engineer straight out of high school. Because straight of out of high school. Yep, straight out of high school. Wow. Involvement with Vex and, and those kinds of things. And, and you know, a lot of these companies, they'll take you in and, and they'll pay for your college. And so they have tuition reimbursement programs. So uh, I think she was a salutatorian and, and ended up going straight to, to work out of high school. And, and I'm sure she will, she'll get a degree, but she's going to do it in a little different manner and they're going to pay for her school. And so that's a great story. And then finally, I'd say that the last one I'll leave you with is we had an Eastside grad who, who graduated in 2016. While he was in high school, he worked at Nishimbo Automotive, which is another local manufacturing over by the Covington airport. And he was a, a youth apprenticeship and a, and a co-op at the facility now he's a he's a full-time employee there. He's an IT technician, um, but he also is now leading the co-ops in the company. So the group of students like he was back when he was in high school, he's leading that group. And I, I talked to one of our work-based learning coordinators earlier today, and she said she just spoke to him yesterday. And he's really excited about being the co-op leader because he gets to influence those students in high school the way that they uh, they influenced him you know, down the road. And, and there's hundreds of those stories. I think I could tell both from straight to work to technical college to four-year college people that are doing great things. Well, I like that. It's not, everybody's story is not traditional. It's not tailor-made. It's different routes that they can take to get to where they want to go. So that is a great thing. So to close out our episode today, is there anything else you'd like to share with parents about the importance of CTAE in their children's education? Or are there any upcoming events or initiatives that you'd like to highlight? Uh, we've got robotics competitions. We've got CTAE competitions. We've got um, industry nights. We have all, all sorts of things. But the best way to find out about all that is to follow the Facebook and Twitter pages um, of, of, of either our teachers or of the district. I, I think what I would say is just connect, connect with the with the CTA teachers in your in your schools if you're in middle school or high school um, to help 
make those connections. If you're in elementary school and you're interested, you know, connect to our office. We have, we also work, you know, to try to spread this message at the elementary school, although we don't have those teachers. So reach out to me or Dr. Pritchett, our CTA coordinator, or one of our college and career specialists. They can, um, they can help elementary parents navigate this idea. But if I had to leave you with, with, with kind of a parting message, it would be regardless of the age of your student, regardless of their future endeavors, um, talk to them about passions and interests and what they like to do. Because what we, what you don't want to do is spend 40 years working in a career because someone said this would be a cool job or doctors make lots of money or whatever it is. What you what you don't know is number one, you'll be miserable. And number two, there's a lot of other good occupations, good careers that make great money. Some of those students I just talked about that came straight out of high school are making fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year before they turn 21. And so the idea that, oh, you don't want to work in manufacturing, you know, they don't make a lot of money and it's a dirty job. That's wrong. Um, our perceptions of careers that we don't do are are usually wrong. And so, you know, don't don't discourage students from an interest because you have some preconceived notion. You need to really research those things. Talk to us about them. Let us get you out and, and do some tours of companies or let us get you to talk to companies um, to find out what those really are. Because our local industry are going to need tons of people. We've got a couple really big new industries coming into town in the next few years with Rivian Automotive and Archer Aviation. Some of our current industries are expanding and, and, and adding on to their facilities. Our healthcare programs at the hospital are, are growing and they need people. And, and, and the world of workers are, are getting older and starting to retire. So the idea that young students and young people need to fill those positions and take on new jobs that don't exist yet in artificial intelligence and data science and all kinds of places it's really difficult to wrap our head around because we're in a very tight bubble of what we know about. And so if a kid is inter interested in something, help them explore that. Don't automatically say, well, but you need to go to college or well, but you need to, you, you should be a, an accountant because they work in the air conditioning. Um, automotive manufacturing facilities have robots all over the place and they're very clean and they're air conditioned. Um, and so don't automatically make assumptions and say things to young people that maybe twist their mind. Let them let them explore and, and you as a parent or a supporter learn more about it before you make those decisions. Because we put the wrong message out there. A kid may miss out on their calling and be stuck in a future that they're not happy with because somebody told them, oh, well, you're a girl. You're not good at math. Girls aren't good at math. Well, that's silly right? Like girls can be engineers. Girls can be mathematicians. Girls can do everything boys can do. And sometimes we don't realize it, right? Or parents sometimes say, oh, well, I was never good at science. So it's okay. You made a C. Well, being good at science is not genetic, right? So right. <laughs> don't say those things um, because kids pick up on that. And then all of a sudden, you know, 10 years down the road, when they're picking a college major, they think, oh, I'm not good at science because mom, you know, my, my mom and dad aren't good at science. So I shouldn't consider working at Takeda and become a chemical engineer. Um, th those are messages that 
we don't mean anything by, but it 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 becomes a a little you know nugget in a kid's head that then turns into this perpetuated stereotype, and we don't want to do that. Awesome. Well, this was a fascinating conversation. I learned so much about CTAE. I actually expanded my knowledge today. I've learned a lot and I thank you for that. And I thank you for being a guest on today's episode. Parents, we hope you found today's episode enlightening. Be sure to subscribe and comment wherever you listen. Until then, keep exploring, keep learning, and keep growing. And remember that NCSS is the best.